Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Timmy G here. Just letting you know that uh, this episode was recorded over Facebook groups, uh, messenger groups. So the audio may be a little choppy at times. So we're pol- we apologize for that. But we just wanted to make sure that the message was heard and the message was sound. So, uh, you know, hopefully after COVID-19 and everything, we can get everything back in order. But, uh, you know, get some clarity with our audio. We're trying to work out the kinks, but we'll get there. Uh, we just, we really wanted to do a show for y'all. So, I uh, hope you enjoy. Timmy G, I'm out. We fool ourselves into believing things that are false. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Separately Honest. Wow, been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Separately Honest. I'm your host, Brandon, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, my man, Timmy G. Say what's up, Timmy G. What's going on? What's going on? Same old, same old. And I have a very special guest. She's one of my best friends, one of my buddies. Get up from Miss Hall. Vanetti. Say what's up, Vanetti. Hello. Hello, everyone. Okay, so um, it's been a long time, as I said before. Uh, we haven't done a show because obviously you guys know that COVID-19 is going on at the moment. So uh, we're, we are working with what we have. Um, Timmy, do you want to pretty much just catch up on everything and then let's jump into everything else? Or do you want to just jump right to Man, it? Man, look, my thing is, look, yeah, we missed out on a lot. Okay. One, I had a baby. Two, I have a man bun now. So that's it. That's all we got to catch up on. Okay. Word, word, word. Um, it's pretty much the same old shit for me. And Eddie, how you been? I've been wonderful. I mean, I'm stuck at home with three children. So I could say my life has been eventful, to say the least. Like, life has been fun, fun. Yeah, if that's what you want to call it. All right. All right. So, um, now that we got all the pleasantries and shit out of the way, let's go ahead and jump into what's been going on in the world. Uh, starting off with COVID-19, I'm going to keep this as, I'm going to keep this as very simple as I can. Wash your fucking hands. Don't cough around people. And if you go out in public, wear a mask. That's it for all that. Okay. So, now that we got that out of the way. Uh, I think it was a week ago if it wasn't a week ago today it was a week ago yesterday that a man in Minnesota by the ni- by the name of George Floyd was pinned down and murdered by a police officer mm-hmm. this man was on the ground for I could be I could be off by a few seconds or, or so but he was on the ground for Nine minutes with the police officer's knee wedged into his back. Yep. He was saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. After a while, it got to a point where he just, where he knew he was dying, and he started calling on his late mother. Mm-hmm. A few more minutes go by, he's unresponsive. He died in, in police, police custody. custody. Um... For those who are unaware, 
uh, I'm very black. My, my family is black. I have friends and family of all of all colors. When we say that black lives matter, we are not saying that you don't matter, whoever you may be. We want to be heard and understood. And I think that that's where people lose sight of everything. Like we, 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 live, we live in a world of instant gratification at this point. Like everything is posted to social media like that. What you got? Mm-hmm. What you got? You about to say something. I saw it. Yeah. So it's not be understood, only understood and heard, but if we're all under the same rules, then everybody should have the same consequences. Exactly. Because if I were to have killed any man, my ass would be in jail. And then trial. And then, you know, eventually I'd I'd be found guilty or not guilty. But now there's clear evidence. We see it. You can't tell us what we didn't see. We saw it. I looked at it. I watched it. So therefore, if if Everybody should be, if everybody is under the same laws, everybody has the same consequences. That's all I'm saying. So it's, it's not enough for us to be heard and understood. It's being account, being held accountable. I, I got something to piggyback off that too, if you don't mind me. Mm-hmm. So I was having a conversation with my wife. You know who my wife is. Mm-hmm. And what irks my nerves is when I hear all lives matter. Okay. When I hear it, you got to understand where people, where it's coming from. You're speaking about it defensively, saying that, hey, when they hear black lives matter, I automatically want to say all lives matter in defense, saying, hey, your lives aren't more important than Spanish lives, Asian lives, white lives, all that. But let's look at it in a broader perspective, okay? Let's look at it like yeah, this. Let's, let's put this shit in context. All lives matter is a race, okay? The end goal of the race is for all lives to matter, okay? That is the reward. We are all in the same race, white, black, Spanish, Asian, Indian, Pakistan, whatever. All of us are running the race together. The problem is... Black and brown people got a lot more obstacles in their way than the white folks. Mm-hmm. And if we really stood by All Lives Matter, which black lives are part of that umbrella, you would stop in the middle of that race, go back and get those lives that you stand for, because at the end of the day, we all have to cross that line together. That's the reward for all of, for, for your all lives matter to make sense. All of us have to cross that line together. And when you say it out of defense, it irks my nerves because you're not mm-hmm. thinking of it logically. You're thinking of it defensively. Mm-hmm. That's my perspective. Here's the, here's the thing that, that bothers me about it when I, when I hear or see people saying all lives matter. Like I, I, I break it down and I put the shit into perspective for some people like this. 
say, for instance, you lived on a block of a bunch of houses, right? Your house is in the middle of this block, and that bitch catches fire. It's the only one on your block that's on fire. The fire department comes, and they're dousing every house on your block except yours. Right, so from there you go over to the you go over to the to to you know the the, the fire chief or whoever it is out there, and you say, hey, um, my house is burning down. Like all of these other houses are fine. Like there there's nothing wrong with them. And they're like, no, you know that that's okay. But you know all houses matter. What fucking sense does that make? How does that make you? How would that make you feel? You know, that's like going and sitting down with a whole bunch of people and eating and everything. They get served the big hearty portion and you get whatever scraps are left. Are you not going to say anything? Are you going to feel slighted? Are you going to feel like you 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 were done a disservice? I know I would. But for you to tell somebody every time that they say black lives matter, oh, well, all lives matter, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't Absolutely, that's that's what we're saying. But you have to include the Black Lives into that. It's all under the same umbrella. We're all lives. All of us are living together in this place called Earth. Here's the thing: the race, mm-hmm. the All Lives Matter, it, the race that we're in, is called life. We're all in here together. All right. So if somebody is struggling, we got to come back as brothers and sisters and go get them, help them out. If you really were talking all that junk about all lives matter, all lives matter, this, you'd be out here protesting. You'd be out here talking to, uh, to, to with these people, with, with everybody. But you, you sit here and you hide behind all lives matter saying, oh, yeah, well, you know what? Black people ain't ain't more important than white folks. But that's not that's that's not what you get into your head. That's not what it means, man. That's really not what it means. I just don't understand it. It's not a hard concept to understand. For me, it always goes back to the golden rule. In all, in no matter what, everything goes back to the golden rule. You treat people the way you want to be treated. Exactly. You give them the same respect that you want in return. If somebody tells you that they have something bad going on and they need your help, I mean, like... This is just in a general sense. If I were to come to you, Timmy, and I and I tell you, like, man, I got this going on, and I need your help. What's your response? Come on, man. What you got? What you got going on, man? What you got? Panetti, what's your response? I'm like, okay, cool. Well, let's let's figure out a solution. What you need help with? Now, this is coming from people who I know and love. Mm-hmm. But you got people out. You got people out there. And and you know what? Let's be real about it. We got people this color and this color who are all like, okay, well, um, I got shit going on too. And your shit doesn't outweigh everything that I got going on. So, yeah, not going to help you, but I'm going to tell everybody else how my problems are more important than yours. Um, I t- I, I'll tell you what I think it is. I think we have come to a point as a people in general, not just black or white, but as a people, we've gone off the course of pretty much each one teach one or sharing knowledge because now it has become about greed. It's about money. We don't want to share knowledge anymore because 
It's just like, what can I do for me or what can I do for me and my family? Nobody wants to, right. to share anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course I have problems. But right now, you coming to me with your problem. Okay, well, my problems ain't going nowhere right now. Let's let's see what we can do about yours. Right. And then we can get back to mine when it's done. Absolutely. But Absolutely. these days, everybody is out for themselves. Nobody's thinking about anybody else. Mm-hmm. That's just like a conversation me and Lionel had about voting and who he thought was better suited for himself rather than for the community. Mm-hmm. Because he's in a higher tax bracket than everybody else. That I won't say everybody else, but the majority of our community. Okay, well, that doesn't help the community. And that's what you have to think about. Like, people are not thinking about that. People are thinking about what's best for me, not what's best for the community. And even with what you just said, like, on a broad spectrum, we have a fucking idiot living in the White House. Oh, say that one more time, though. I'll say it. Matter of fact, <laughs> we have a fucking idiot living in the White House. It deserves to be safe place. Like there is no, there's no better way, there's no plainer way to put it. He all, and and I'm saying this because this is the way that I feel about it. I feel like he only made a statement regarding George Lloyd because he had no choice. I feel like I that's mean, the only reason why he said anything. And I feel like it was disingen—it was disingenuous as shit. What were you expecting? Did you see that that man that man literally? I didn't expect him to say shit at all, for real. Did you see that he literally called on the military to to clear out those protesters just so he can do a photo op, just to do a photo op, bro? (laughs) This man. What can you do? Clown. You 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 really can't fix stupid. My man, my man, shut down the White House. White House went dark, bro, with all them protesters. But but listen on. This man was voted in. So what does that say about our country? People living in our country. People that are in power said this is this is who we need ruling our country. I always said that I don't I think the whole goal was to get Mike Pence in office. That's what I always said. I always he, said he's that. worse. I know, but the thing is, if Mike Pence would have ran by himself, he wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't have got elected. He needed somebody like Donald Trump because Donald Trump just says whatever he wants to say. He's a monkey. Just does whatever. So I think, I think for real, for real, man, behind everything, I think is, I think is Mike Pence, and for real, for real, I, I believe it. I can't, I can't. I honestly, wholeheartedly, I would not be surprised if this man wins the election again. I would not be surprised. I wouldn't either. I really wouldn't. I would not be surprised if Trump wins again. Because this man, Joe Biden, I don't know what this man is. Unfortunately, but I, I really do believe it's a possibility that this, that could happen. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah, that's an unfortunate reality. You know what? And Timmy, I, I know you've heard me say this before. And I and really, I think it's kind of funny. I feel like whenever Donald Trump goes up to make these statements or say whatever it is that he has to say when he has to address the nation, I feel like his speechwriters are sitting stage left, hoping that he sticks to the script. He never does, though. He never does. <laughs> exactly. And when he goes off script, I feel like they'd be like, man, this motherfucker here, man. <laughs> They throw the whole speech up in the air and just walk off like, man, we told him to say this and he didn't say it. My thing is, is whenever he, uh, whenever he repeats himself all the time, he just keeps saying the same thing. He'd be like, yeah, it was good. It was good. We got the best. We got the best. We're, uh, we're working it. Uh, yeah, we, we're good. We're doing good. We're good. Real good. Real huge things are coming. Real huge things. We're doing good. The best. Huge. 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 Oh, y'all are better than me because I don't listen to anything that man says ever. As I don't even think he don't even listen to what this he is says. from saying other people imitate him. I got I got it's my huge. impression from Alec Baldwin, bro, or Stephen Baldwin, whatever the one of them damn Baldwins. There's so many of them. Shit. It's true. Bro, can I tell you something that's really that's been bothering me? Like, like I feel like I would, I feel like I might get offended because he do too much with his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the people that talk with their hands too much. I can't help it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I might feel like some about the. Well, like, I, I feel like if I go and talk to him, I got to be in the defense. You got to have your hands in front of you at all times just in case. Oh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, get your motherfucking ass up in my face, man. Oh, man. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm glad we were able to make light of that. And with, yeah. with all of these dark circumstances and everything right now, man. Because, like, it's, this shit is rough, dude. Like, you got to... I'll tell you what it is. I, I'll tell you what one problem I, I'm having is people don't know history. And I'm not saying black history. I'm just saying history, period. Because, and, and the reason why I say that is because down here in Augusta, it's a lot of white male conservatives. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, what about the looting? What about the looting? But the looting. You see these criminals looting? And I'm like... Criminals? You, you, y'all you built this country off looting and, and genocide. But I don't... I, I, this is what I think. I, I feel like they weren't taught history. They were taught like white man's history. Like we, we came to this and the Indians gave us this land and was like, here, take it. Yeah, we'll only take this little piece right here for us. Y'all can have the rest of it. I feel like that's what they think in their brain happened in in this in this country. So, I was like, you you don't understand that there were people here before Columbus figured it out. Like that's he was, and he didn't you know he was lost here. at sea, right? You know, do you know he was lost at sea? He no? didn't even come here. Exactly. Exactly. This motherfucker, this motherfucker, he, he discovered the Bahamas. 
in Puerto Rico and shit. D- discovered. This is what we doing now. We discovering shit. I'm about to discover everything, yo. I'm I'm discovering everything from now on, right? Oh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just fully out discovering. I'm about to discover. That's what. For real. That's what's happening right now. People are going in these stores and discovering shit. Yeah, and, 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 and they're making their way right into their pockets. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the thing is, he's like, well, what about the looting? What about the looting? Okay. You do understand that these stores are insured. Of course, yes. When you purchase property, what is one thing that they say you have to have? You have to have insurance. Insurance. My thing is, is why guess, do they call guess, them ducks? Guess what pays, guess what pays the, 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 your community being rebuilt? Tax dollars. So I'm okay with my tax dollars being put back into the community to rebuild it. And then not only that, these stores that have been looted, some of them, you know, they are, they were going under because of the COVID-19. A lot of these stores were going Mm -hmm. under. So guess what? Now the insurance company got to pay out. Oh, you've been holding all that money, insurance company. Insurance companies been been gaining interest on the money that you give them, and now they gotta pay up, right? So all this all this money matters. Everything it's like money is like the only language old white folks speak. They want their money, and they want it they don't now. Care, they don't care about anything else. I don't give a fuck who gets in the way with it. I want my money. I just, I don't understand why they, I, I, I seen like the video footage on CNN and stuff like that, where, where they're saying like thugs and all the names, these, these bad people, like all the names that they're calling black folks and stuff like that. And it, it always brings me back to the university of Kentucky. Okay. When they won, set the whole damn city on fire, no. but they were the just, they were just passionate kids. Happy, passionate fans. Passionate fans. Right. They set the city on fire. They nobody were said anything. They were looting. Nobody said anything. No one batted an eye. Not one. Nothing. They were setting cars on fire in the middle of the street after they flipped them over. Yep. So I just, I just, I just don't like the narrative. And then another thing. Let me, let me speak on another thing too, man. I've noticed. Did y'all, ever, did y'all see the video, right? Uh, Hollywood Unlocked. They shared it. I saw a crazy video where I seen a group of white folks, right? Church. Church going white folks. They were bending down. They were all on one knee. Alright? And then you have a group of black folks and they were standing and they were praying to them saying, hey, I'm sorry. Forgive me. You know, like, forgive us. Now, the message of the video was amazing. You know what I mean? If I would have watched the video with closed eyes, I'd have been like, hey, that's great. But when you watch the video, it literally looks like these folks is worshiping the black folks. And I was like, that's not what they're asking for. They're asking for help, not worship me. Like, I need your help. Okay, so instead of you praying to me, pray with me or pray for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just, it makes me, it brings I me back where like, you ever been watching a movie, a scary movie, right? 
and you always asking yourself, yo, why does white motherfucker do that? Like, I wouldn't have thought that. And I think, honestly, when white folks are put on the spotlight, I think they do some weird shit. They do <laughs> weird shit. Like, for instance, I seen a, on, on Instagram, I saw a white girl. Like, there, there, was some, there was some black folks going inside a Target or something like that, and they were looting. And this white girl standing in the middle of cops, like, don't shoot them, like, protecting them as they were looting the store. And I'm like, for what? They're not even, here's the problem with it. The news isn't even going to, the news ain't even going to talk about you. You're there for no reason. You're, you're sitting there doing that for no reason. Because at the end of the day, the news is only going to cover the fact that black men are robbing the store, that are looting the store. Other thing, you got, I've seen, I seen videos of white folks spray painting Black Lives Matter on the wall Mm -hmm. you ain't gonna get in you're you're not gonna get in trouble for that because at the end of the day why sarah and jenny over here watching uh fucking judge judy at five o'clock you know the news comes around and and the black black folks are gonna get blamed for vandalism okay yeah so instead of you trying to come up with ideas on your own to, to 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 help the cause you should ask you should open up your ears stop stop using this use these and ask during the protest, hey, what do you need me to do? I am your ally. I am here to right. support you. I'm here to help you. Don't do shit on your own because you don't, there's no ramifications of what you're going to do. Like, you're not going to get in trouble. And it doesn't make you look bad because they don't know better. Now, you know, there's huh? people that infiltrated this protest in order to make it bad. Yeah. Like, like the cop, like, there's, the Minneapolis police said that they had cops infiltrate and cause the riots. They put out a statement. They said it. It was a peaceful protest, and then they initiated all this rioting. They're the ones who broke into the broke the building and started the fires. This was started all this. It's not. It's, it, it's the government. My thing is, they be up in arms. They were up in arms. Armed in everything. Because they didn't want to wear masks. And they wanted the barbershops to open up because they needed a haircut. Yeah, I remember that. There we go. They didn't want the government taking any control of their lives. Same thing when, as soon as you start talking about gun control, they are... Castile. 
Exactly. He was armed and he's and he that? was allowed to be armed. He told And what state was armed. he in? What state was he in? Minnesota. Mm. That, now let me tell you, what about Tamir Rice? A toy gun. In a state that allows you to carry. Playing the childhood game that we all played. Cops and Robert. Right. Or Cowboys and Indians. One or the other. It had a gun involved. So uh, this whole unarmed thing, I don't give a damn if he was armed. You need to learn how to de-escalate the situation. Because what about us as Marines? The ROE. Rules of engagement. Rules of engagement, right? Mm -hmm. So so you telling me we could we can go through all this training as Marines, learn how to treat terrorists. We we treat terrorists terrorists, I use that term loosely. Mm-hmm. We treat terrorists better than we treat black folks here. Uh -huh. we, we in the military treat terrorists overseas in Iraq and Afghanistan better than we get treated by the police here. Explain that to me. Explain to me how that works. And if you're so cowardly, oh, I'm afraid for my life, you should not be a police. You, should you shouldn't even be a security guard. Right. You you need to find a Not even a hall computers. Because obviously you you pussy. You pussy. You're supposed to learn how to deal with the situation. That's what they teach us. And then if we hurt them, if we hurt them, what are we supposed to do? Render aid. We are supposed to render aid if we hurt them. My niggas. So I'm not even going to stop you. I, just, I, I want you to keep going. I don't know what y'all learned in police academy. I, I really don't know. I don't know what they learned in police academy. But maybe they should go through military training. Go ahead and send them to the Marines and get them three months of boot camp. And then MPT. You said render aid? Re render, render aid. aid. What, was the, what was before For that? terrorists. For terrorists. Sir, for terrorists. I got to write this down because I don't know. I'm going to yeah. military. <laughs> Render aid. If we hurt them, if we shoot them, I'll bullshit you not. If we shoot them, we have to render aid. We have to keep them alive. If we can still save them, we're, we're supposed to keep them alive. Hmm. Wow. The fucked up thing is, even like with, with all of the rules of engagement, like she said, we're supposed to render aid if we hurt them. But even with that, we still have more on the line than any cop does. We could potentially lose our career for firing one round. Oh, even if even if you have an accidental discharge, mm -hmm. your career gonna be over. If you have an and accidental you don't even discharge, have to, you don't even have to be in theater for that. You could be on a gun range. On the let you fire a damn shot without. A, after they didn't say ceasefire. Let you fire one shot off after you hear the in ceasefire. That's your ass. Your ass. And that's what needs to happen. You know how in the Marine Corps they make the the person uh, an example. 
right? If you get in trouble, they make you an example. The first person to get in trouble for that thing, they're going to make you an example. That way to show everybody else, if you do this, you're about to get fucked. We fucking you up. You fuck your whole life up. You're going to get demoted or you're going to get put out or whatever it may be, depending on what you did. So if you make that cop an example, guess what? Other cops going to be like, oh, no, if I kill somebody, I'm going to jail. You know what I'm going to go to jail. But but we, we don't have that because everybody's been getting off for killing innocent people. I think so. So nobody, nobody's, nobody's scared to kill anybody. I think it's psychological. I literally think it's psychological when these cops go. And I've said this before on the podcast. I think it's psychological because when they're at the gun range, this is what you see right here: black targets, right? So when you apply that uh-huh. into into normal life, if you, it, this is all you see. This is what you fire at. Every single time, look, you go to the gun range. Black targets, that's all you see. So I think it's psychologically embedded into your brain. No, no, no. I I disagree. I disagree. Because we use the same black targets on the range. That's funny, because I don't even use black targets. I use white and red. We use use the target (laughs) that we use on the range. To piggyback off what you said, you guys get better training than they do. That's it. It has to be. It has to be it. But you know what else? The military holds you accountable for your shit. See? And, and not only that, they do mass punishment. And here's the thing. They do though. mass punishment. The police, the, the, police academy, the police force doesn't. Because honestly, if they did, we wouldn't just have one in custody. We would have four. Exactly. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. it's but, mass oh, punishment. Not You're not wait, just going to sit there and watch your buddy do something wrong. And think that you're going to get off because I ain't do it. I just watched him do it. No, nah, no. Nah. All y'all about to get your ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of them. All y'all. Now, with that statement that you just made, if I'm not mistaken, I read something just this morning saying that all four officers would be charged. Oh, shit. Only took a week. And on top of that, oh, damn. only took a week. Right. Because, and you know, oh, because let the, me tell you. Yeah. The fact of the matter right. is, y'all were willing, that, y'all were willing to let this whole entire this whole entire country burn down, not just to lock up one person. One go lock up four. Right. Right. Fuck out of it. And that. Let me tell you something. Ooh, boy. I'm getting. I'm getting. Really? Talking about. Baby, bro, I'm over here on my soapbox, dog. Good <laughs> stuff. <Pissed off. laughs> Why you make me oh, yeah, hot about this? Pissed off. Go ahead, continue. Go ahead. I lost my track of thought being I got being my angry. Hair. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so the state of Minnesota filed a civil rights charge against against the whole police department. When was that? This morning. So a week later. Now let me tell you, if it was let me go to a thing that I hate when people say this black on black crime. That irritates my soul. Let me tell you, it irritates my soul when people say, what about black on black crime? Okay, what about black on black crime? Hold on. Hold on. Because this is the one that, this shit makes my balls itch. 
I hate it when they bring up that shit and then they say, well, police officers kill more white people than they do black people. Motherfucker, do you realize that you all are the majority of, you make up the majority of the population? Not only that, so when you but really when, break down the math and everything, do you really? Not only that, but if if I kill Brandon, I'm going to jail. If black folks kill each other, guess where the fuck we end up? In jail. jail. We don't end up fired. We end up in jail. It's not the first time we saw this, though, because if you look at uh, uh, Ahmed Aubrey, is it is his name? Mm-hmm. Look at look at how yeah. long that happened in mm-hmm. February. That happened in February. Yeah. yeah. It, so it we have to do all this in order to get justice. Literally, it it, it it takes it to go viral to get justice. Right. Once and the we spotlight have to is do on. All this. We shouldn't have to do all this for us to get justice. That's the problem. That's another issue. We should not have to have a whole fucking uprising just for us to get justice. Just for us to get these people put in jail. Just for us, for them to get arrested. These these people was at home, just for them to get charged. Eating good food, playing with their kids, like they ain't did nothing. No, no jail. The only the only the only reason why that cop is even in jail right now is because of him. Yeah, because we got the only reason he's in jail right now is because somebody recorded it. Yeah, yeah. If nobody recorded it, look. And you know what? I feel bad because literally this ain't the first time something like this has happened. It's been happening like this for years. Unfortunately, it won't be. It won't be. It won't be. But the problem is now is you know you can't get away with it because all of us got cameras on our phones. So literally the revolution will be televised. Now, now let me say something about everybody having phones. Me personally, I cannot talk for everyone else. I can only talk for me personally. I've never been the type I'm guaranteed to sit there and just watch shit go oh, down. Oh, yeah, and then pull out your phone? If I was there, if I was there, and anybody that knows me knows this good and damn well would happen, I'd have kicked that damn officer in his chest and got him off of Floyd. And we both would have been on the ground, but at least we both could have been alive. Or we both would have been dead together. But I'm not just going to sit there and fucking record this man for nine fucking minutes while this man is on top of him. And if I tell you, if I run up on this cop and all these people are watching me, I can guarantee you I'm not going to be the only one running up on this cop. No. You understand me? So stop watching these, these cops freaking do this to us. Stop. Stop watching. I understand you recorded for evidence. But this man is dying. You literally seeing a man die in front of you. This is PTSD. This is what they want to want you to see. They want you to see the power that they have so you know, oh, we got to respect the cops. We got to respect the white man or else he's going to kill us. No, fuck you. No, no. But no. Also, what I, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to sit there and watch, uh, watch somebody die because you got a damn chip on your shoulder. Yeah. I'm not. I do agree with I do agree with you with because I probably would have done the exact same thing uh, and tried to get them off instead of recording. But the fact of the matter is, we still need those people recording because yeah, they're they're the ones pushing 
pushing everything because without without them recording and uploading it to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we won't be we wouldn't be half as close as we are now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's I think I think those people are very vital, vital to the cause. I really do. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Like I, we do I, need I can't people. Disagree with we that. do need people recording. We do. But you can't just sit there and record. And then not only that, like who are we supposed to call? Yeah. Who are we supposed to call? If yeah, you can't call the police on the police. Who am I gonna call? The other police? The, who the fuck am I gonna call? Hey, nine one one. Let me get the your supervisor. Out here, out here murdering somebody right now in front of my face. Come get the ass. I saw a video on uh, on Twitter just last night, and in this video, there's of course it's, it's during all of the all of the riots and protests and everything like that. And there's this guy and there's this girl, both of them are black, and they are kneeling in front of the police. I don't, I don't, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't hear a word that was said, but this one white officer, he's walking through. And he shoves the shit out of this girl. Oh, I've seen that. Bro, when I tell you, like, I have never been more proud in my life. All of the other officers that were, that were there were white, except one black woman. Mm, I yep. saw that She one. got in his ass. Yeah. She got in his ass. Like, when I watched that shit, I was like, man, she just, she made me proud. She, she, reminded, she reminded me of Athena from 911. You ever watch that show? You talking about Reno 911? No, talking about 911, the show. Like 911, but the fire office is. Oh, you talking about with Angela Bassett? Yeah. Yeah, I can't say I've ever watched that show. It's it's an awesome show. But she's just like she's just like that cop. Mm-hmm. But see, like, I, okay, I feel like here, here's another thing. We we need more of that as far as cops policing their own, right? Just like how we Mm -hmm. need... That is essential. ...us to police our own. But the thing is, they work on the good old boy system, just Mm -hmm. like the Marine Corps does. So if you Mm -hmm. speak up about what's going on and you tell on your fellow officers, they're going to fire you. And that's that's not right. That's not right. Or find a way to get rid of them. Huh? And said they either gonna find you or find a way to get rid of you. Right, right, and that's not fair to them. That's not fair. But that's that's the good old boy system. I'm telling you, these systems are put in place. You know, to keep to keep everybody where they are. You know what I'm saying? So there's laws that's been Checks and balances. the beginning of time. That like we need these laws changed. We can't have the same laws. That were that were written since slavery times. We can't have those same laws. The seventeen hundreds, like these, these, all of these different amendments and shit. Like these amendments ain't helping nobody. None, nobody whatsoever. Did They're not help. But, but do you know? Do you know what it takes to change the law? First, we gotta vote in the right person. And then we got to make sure that they 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 know what to do, how to do it, and not just get into position of power and then start pocketing citizens' money. 
Because I feel like that's what everybody's been doing. Like, I vote for you, and you you giving me all this hope that you're going to make all this change, and then you do nothing. Then how are we supposed to change it? What's the solution? I mean, and then you, with what you just said, then you have somebody like President Obama. Now, I will, I, I, I will go ahead and say this. In my lifetime, he's been the better of the presidents that I've been around for. I agree to that. He also had his shortcomings. Yep. I so, agree I mean, to that too. I think, I think he did exactly what he was supposed to do. He played the political game exactly how he was supposed to play it. And he and got elected he to a second term. He could. That's it. He did exactly what he was supposed to do, like to the best of his ability. Or to the best of the ability that they allow him to have. That's and that's what I'm saying. You ain't like yeah. that's what I'm saying. You ain't like Clinton, man. He zeroed the economy. He zeroed the economy, but at the same time, how many black people did he put in jail for stupid shit? Yeah. Still better than Bush, though. Oh, yeah, I mean... You know what? And we've talked about this before, Timmy. You know shit is bad. When you look at Trump and you be like, you know what? Clinton wasn't that bad. No, not Clinton. Bush wasn't that bad. Bush wasn't that dumb. He was smoking that weed all day, though, but he wasn't that dumb. Let, let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you one thing we were just talking about, me and my friends. Um, I was like, do these folks really think that we were overseas within the hearts and minds? That we were really fighting for other countries' freedom? Do, do people really oh. think that? Because I, I really think people thought, people really think that we were overseas fighting, you know, get, get, winning the hearts and minds of the people of Iraq and Afghanistan and all those other countries. Have you watched Dave Chappelle's The Black Bush? Mm-mm. I haven't. I'm You've not never a Dave Chappelle that? fan. Shit. This is back when he had The Chappelle Show. Yeah, see, I didn't like him then. Mm. Yeah, so back then, like, he, it was this one part in particular. Uh, they were doing, like, a press conference and everything, and I'm, of course, I'm paraphrasing here, but, um, Basically, there's this one scene where he's like, they asked him why the war in Iraq. And he was like, oh, as a matter of fact, they asked him about oil. He was like, oil? Did you say something about oil? You cooking? <laughs> and then there's another instance where, uh, where he tells me, he's like, you know what? I'm going to tell y'all why we over there. I'm going to be honest with y'all. He tried to kill my father, son. And Donnell Rollins is sitting right next to me. Like he was like, "Say it again, son. Say it again, son." He's like, "The nigga tried to kill my father, son." Like he was going in, but like the funny thing is that even in, even with that being comedy, you can see the truth in it. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of what he said wasn't like like yeah, it, it was it was funny for the time being, but at the same time, some of that shit was very true. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's he weird to, to me, but, what his it's weird, but it's it's funny to me how we 
and humor in true shit. Yeah. It's a lot of truth in, in a lot of stuff that we watch that we just dismiss. Mm-hmm. The Boondocks? Oh, yeah. It's true all through that. The Simpsons? <laughs> they just guess good. <laughs> that, that's all I can chalk that up. Because I ain't never seen none of those episodes where they where they made those predictions. Yeah, well, how about Seven Seconds? Say it again. How about the show Seven Seconds? I've never seen that show. Mm, you should watch it tonight. Okay. Because a little black boy got murdered by the police. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna tune into it now. Like what what channel is it on? It's on Netflix. Or what network rather? Oh, it's on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Oh, I Regina Regina King played the mom. She has been in a lot of shit recently and I kinda feel like they were all the same. I didn't watch them because like I didn't know which one was which. You do understand that she is the voice of Riley and um what's his name? And Hughie, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Regina Jordan yeah, uh, Regina King does a lot of these type things. She's she's yeah. with it. she's with all of it. Mm-hmm. But you should but, watch uh, that. The reason why I said that was because I think she played in another movie. Or I, I think it may have been a Netflix series mm-hmm. where she was a Muslim mother. Oh yeah, I didn't watch that show. I think it was like. American something or I don't. I yeah, don't so you know what I'm talking, talking about. about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna check out the show you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I I kind of feel like we've been rambling on about this shit, but like it's I know, right? it's a touchy subject. Like it's it's it's. It's very much real. The conversation needs to be had. So, exactly, the conversation needs to be had, and I, I, I think that this is a conversation that that needs to be had with people who don't feel the way that we that we feel. I think they have and to understand that, that at, at any given point in time, it could be me, or my family, or my friends. Right, anybody. You know, I think right. I think what's what's crazy is it resonates with me a lot because number one. Of course, I have a black wife, all right? Mm-hmm. Also, number two, I have a biracial baby, all right? Now, the thing is, is I have to teach, as a white man, I have to teach my baby about things that I was never taught as a kid, like, i.e., how to deal with the police when you get pulled mm-hmm. over, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I have to embed that with her because I have to embed that into her because they're going to treat me differently than they're going to treat her. And I, I mm-hmm. need her to understand that that they don't care that your daddy is white. All they see you is mm-hmm. as a black child. And I want yep. her to understand that. So, I, you know, it, it, it puts me in a position that I have to adapt to, that I have to teach her these things because I don't want to see her face on the news. You know what I mean? So I'm the one that has to do that. I mean, of course, my and wife problem, and I, we both The problem is you shouldn't have to do it. We, we shouldn't. should not have we shouldn't. to do this. We shouldn't, but Nobody this is the life that we live. should not have to do this at all. We shouldn't have to do this. You are here to protect and serve us. Yeah. 
And the, the, the bad thing is that, like, this is it, this is an unfortunate reality for us. Yeah. It's an unfortunate reality for us, and it's something that, it's something that, it's something that I want other people to understand. Yeah. I was fortunate enough to grow up in a house where my parents didn't have to tell me that. Some shit you, some shit we just knew. Right. Some shit we just knew. Like when it comes to police, don't be disrespectful. Don't raise your voice. You know, you, you know, the whole spiel. If they ask you a question, you answer it straight and you don't give them any attitude. Make it home safely. If you need but any help, you make sure that you call somebody. But at this point, do I have to do all that? Why should I have to do all that? And even I, if I, I, do I all can't that, disagree you're still with you. gonna kill me. Even right. if I do all this, if I follow all these rules, you still gonna kill me because you want to. Because you're scared. Because I was resisting arrest. A lot of these people don't even resist arrest. A lot of these people weren't even supposed to be arrested. Uh huh. A lot of them shouldn't have been pulled over. A lot of them shouldn't have been stopped for doing whatever, whatever it was that they were doing. Like, right. bro, you, you killed a guy for selling CDs. You killed a kid for nothing. You killed a kid for playing with a toy gun at the park, like most young kids do. Right. You killed a kid for walking from the store with an Arizona iced tea and Skittles. And, and you weren't we a never, fucking cop. Exactly. So it's not just cops. It's racism, too. Yeah. It's racism. My bad. Hannity was what over there. What did we do to y'all? What did we do to y'all? That makes you feel this type of way. What we do? The answer me. What did we do for you to feel this type of way? For you to want to kill us? What did we do to you? And then try to justify it by saying that all lives matter. Oof. Another thing. And, um... Hanetti and I, we were talking about it offline. Uh, Timmy, you already know I'm a huge Chicago Bears fan. I'm probably the biggest, probably the, the, the biggest Bears fan that you know. And uh, I saw on social media that, like, the team, as a matter of fact, all right, I, I'll segue into that, but the team held a meeting where they spoke with all of the players together. And at the end of this meeting, everybody came out feeling like they had actually taken a step forward with everything that's going on. So different players started coming out on social media and everything, saying how they felt about, you know, everything that happened with, uh, with, with George Lloyd and the protests and the looting and the rioting and everything like that. And my man, Mr. Bisky. He made a statement this morning, and it was actually a really profound statement. Like I appreciated that he actually said something because I didn't appre- I, I, I didn't expect him to. Um, just paraphrasing, he basically said, "You know, I, I was raised my entire life playing football, going to school, and being friends with with black teammates or black friends or anything like that." And I consider a lot of these people to be brothers to me. 
Like we need to, we, we need to find a way to move forward without giving lip service. And we need to, we need to work with each other. We need to love each other more and all of this other shit. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but what he said was actually really, it, it, it was great what he said. And then in the comments, you have people giving him shit. You got people giving him shit about black lives matter. You got people giving him shit about his play on the field. Oh my god! And I said, I, I said this shit earlier today. A lot of y'all need to learn how to read the room. Yeah, well, they do the same thing to LeBron James too. Mm-hmm. All these sports, all these sports folks, they they feel like the only thing that they can do is just do their sport, just play their sport. That's it. Yeah, shut up and don't have no right. or shut up and throw yeah, a football. Play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Like I see that shit, and like it, it makes me mad. But at the same time, I should expect this shit from people now, because it's just unfortunately it's the way of the world. Motherfuckers can't wait to see something burn down. But if they see it burn down, they're like, "Oh wait, hold on, hold on, no, no." So and then you, all, then you get all, then you get all of this, you get all this fake love and attention and everything on everything, like. I, I think it's, I, I think, really, I, I, I'd like to think that social media is a place for a lot of fake-ass people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's just, that's just saying it plainly and bluntly. The internet is fake. Because I guarantee really you, is. these people would not open their mouths if you were in their face. Hell no. If you were face-to-face with these people and be like, what? Huh? What'd you say? Think he ain't gonna say something back. Mm. Like you might catch you you might say some slick shit to him while he's on the basketball court. Run into him while he actually play, run into him while he's actually out in public. Mm. See if he don't say something back to you. I can't speak for anybody else, but I am not the one to be tried. Don't try me. You ain't the only one. You ain't the only one. And don't get me wrong. I understand. I got a career and everything. I got, I I have a home and a fiance to take care of and everything. But don't think that I'm not going to at least say something back. Right. Now, now speaking of career, speaking of career, me speaking up is supposedly going to hinder my career and the people that would want to work with me. Because I I spoke up on something political or a movement or whatever. I I was told prior to all this happening that I should refrain from posting political stuff, religious stuff, any of that type of stuff. So um, so it will bring me more money, basically, if I don't take a side or I don't voice my side. But it's just not who I am. People gonna fuck with me regardless. And whoever mm-hmm. is like, oh, I can't fuck with her because she supports the Black Lives Matter and she wants justice for Floyd, then, then okay, you don't have to work with me. It's fine. Yeah, fuck it. You did me a favor. It's absolutely fine. It's okay. I'm okay with that. Money is not everything. It will come to me because I know my heart is 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 real. You know what I'm saying? So 
if it doesn't, if, if you feel some type of way because of what I posted, then okay, feel that way. Okay. Yeah. Because you ain't going to do shit. For her. I can't believe she posted all this on, okay. Believe okay. it, my Believe that shit. Yeah. Like, like 13 years in the military. Uh, unfriend me. Right? 13 oh, years. I love that. In the military, in the Marines, and you telling me I can't voice my opinion because of what other people going to think? Mm, nah, I'll pass. Yeah, you got your uh, rabbit ass mind. <laughs> yeah, you lost your entire mind. Fuck you, man. Mm-hmm. Um... The segue that I was looking for, I didn't quite get there. Oh, my bad. And on our show, we normally, we normally talk about sports and everything like that, current events, music, shit like that. Sports. Uh, the, NFL, the NFL actually made a statement regarding Black Lives Matter. Boo! Oh, did I say that out loud? My bad. Oh, my God. Like, this shit was like... I'm not even gonna read the statement, man, because if I'm not mistaken, Roger Goodell's a piece of shit, dude. There was this one guy with a big ass afro that wore the number seven on the front of his jersey, who decided to take a knee in light of all of the shit that was going on with social injustice. This man's name is Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, it was a peaceful protest. Hmm. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, with, with said peaceful protest, he let, let, let's talk about how it started. He started out just not standing in general. Mm-hmm. So, an army guy by the name of Nate Boyer, who just happened to be playing professional football, he went over. To, he went over to him and he asked him what was going on. Now, with that right there, that says a lot. This white man, when he asked, he he asked Colin Kaepernick, you know, what's going on? Like, why are you why are you not standing for the you know the national anthem and everything? Like, I just want to, I just want, I, I want to know how you feel. I'm trying to read the room. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick tells him, and he says, you know what? It would be better if you took a knee instead. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I take a knee. What happened to George Floyd? Mm. Under the exact circumstances that Colin Kaepernick was taking the knee for. Mm-hmm. And you still have people out there who just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? We, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to give them that much credit because they, they see exactly what the fuck is going on. They just choose not to acknowledge it because it doesn't directly affect them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't directly affect them. If it's Until not on one of their family members, friends, mm-hmm. relatives, whatever, that they know personally gets affected by this, then it'll be like, oh my God, okay, m- maybe this is something. By then it's too late because they're already dead. Sure. It doesn't matter unless it arrives on your doorstep. Right. Bro, I, I saw this. I and saw when it does. What can you do about it? I saw this. I saw this meme on uh, on Instagram, and it had me rolling. 
It said the coronavirus blew a 28 to 3 lead to racism. <laughs> first of all, first of all, I'll take offense to that because I'm a Falcons fan. I know. Not nice. Not nice. Uh, That's basically what it did. Like, you know, nobody gives a shit about the coronavirus right now. Uh, yeah, racism was, like, racism was like, bitch, you thought. Hold my beer. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, hold my bar. <laughs> shit, hold the whole keg. Right? Shit. That's the that's the thing about it though, man. Like like I said, like and, and you know what? I, I, I had to say this earlier. I do feel like there's a little bit of a shift moving, like like there, there's a shift happening with everything that's going on. Oh, absolutely. But like a lot of things in life, shit gotta get worse before it get better. Oh yeah. Now I'm not I'm not saying that it will, however, I won't be surprised if it does. Now I posted something earlier. I was like, "Y'all, y'all, y'all scared now about everything that's going on right now. Imagine what would happen if they find this guy not guilty." I'm telling you right now. Let me tell you. <laughs> if they find him not guilty, if anything less, bruh. These riots that are going on right now, that's just a breeze. That ain't nothing compared to what's what's gonna happen, bro. Not a mm-hmm. thing. I was telling I was telling my wife, I was like, man, you know what this is? This is this is the problem, man. This is the second coming of the civil rights era. But the problem is, is these white folks, these racist white folks, ain't realized that black folks had a ton of fucking backup. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna go down the same way it did the first time. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. And what a lot of them need to realize is that we ain't our ancestors. Mm-mm. Amen. We are not our grandparents. We are not our great grandparents. <laughs> like, and, and that's that's not even I, on I, the I'm touch. Gonna you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. now than than they were back then. We're much smarter, but you know what I, I was thinking? These racist people know exactly which black person to fuck with. Because I, I tell you, ain't nobody going to the hood and fucking with nobody over there. Of course not. No. No, you're not. Of course not. You're not. You're not. You're not picking, you picking, you picking, you picking the right one. Because if you if you were to pick somebody like me or somebody like the people I know, I guarantee you it wouldn't go down the same way. It would not you go down go the same way. You couldn't go to the west side of Chicago with that shit. <laughs> it would not go down. Come come on to Riverdale. Come on over to Clay County. Gee, shit, you couldn't go to the you couldn't go to the south side of Chicago it's, it's, with that it, shit. Ain't that where uh, two chains from? Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you survive Clayton oh, County, like it, that's it. Like that's it. Everything else is is whatever. Good luck. 
I I appreciate y'all jumping in here and doing this thing with me. Uh Timmy, we we got to we got to we got to pick the ball back up, man. We got to start getting these shows out out here. I mean, for the time being, and we can do it just we, we can literally do it like this for the time being. I I have audio. Uh it's perfectly fine. It I don't see why not. We can definitely do it like this. Until then, you know, maybe maybe Selena and I take a trip out there, you know what I mean? You know, uh, her and Jay play with me a little bit. You already know y'all are, y'all are welcome to, we y'all talked, are always welcome here. We had talked about it a couple of weeks ago about going um, down there to visit y'all. Shit, all y'all had to do was say something. Yeah. We well, down. thank y'all for inviting but, um, me the podcast thank you for being a part of this show i look look, we we value having your opinion uh hopefully we can get you on for a few more shows in 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 the future um but uh in closing i just want to as a matter of fact we haven't done this in a while and and timmy you may have you may have given it already but timmy what's your two cents everything that i said i i've I've literally given you all of my two cents every last bit of it is my two cents. You, you I, might have I, given us about twenty dollars in this one. Yeah, bro. Look, look, cause I, I thought about it. I was like, man, he's gonna ask me to do a Timmy two cents, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna top load this whole entire episode with all of my two cents. Makes perfect sense. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, got, I got, I got one. I got one. Actually, I do. I do have one. Stop fucking okay. saying all lives matter. Stop fucking saying it to me. I take that. I take that. But you got anything? Well, I think I said a lot. I, I said I said a whole lot. But um, I think my takeaway would be hold the racist accountable. Uh, indeed. Most definitely. Um. In closing, though, um, again, I appreciate y'all being here as I always close every show. Hold on, B. Can I say one thing? How is it that the racist, the racist white folks, right? They had no problem calling Barack Obama the N word and calling them all kinds of names and stuff. But then you get mad when you call this man an orange orangutan, bro. <laughs> How? What? What is that? I think you just found the rest of your two cents. <laughs> what, is, what is that? I'm done, man. I'm out of here, man. Go ahead and close the show, man. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a. I'm a get back on that soapbox on the next show. But um, in closing, making sure one of y'all ain't, ain't got something else. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm good. Like like I always like I always close the show, man. Like. Listeners, we value you, we appreciate you, and we, we, we do appreciate your input. Um, you can reach us on I just found Instagram. Instagram. I just found out that we are on, uh, hold on, CastBox. Hmm. Don't know what it is, never but knew. you can listen to our show on CastBox, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, um, Countless other 
streaming uh, services and all of that cute shit. Anywhere you can get your podcast. Anywhere you can get your podcast. Anywhere you can find a a compass. Wow. Except for Spotify. Except Spotify, we're there. But um, Timmy, Nanetti, I love, appreciate, and value y'all also. But uh, that was the show for tonight. Now we we we're gonna we're gonna try to get you some more content pretty soon, and um, stay safe. Y'all be good to each other. Be blessed, and just try not to. Don't let the bullshit affect you, man. I mean, we all got to go through it at some point, but some people just ain't worth the energy. But hey. That's all we got for tonight. So for Annette and for Timmy, I'm, I'm Brandon. I was about to say I've been Brandon, but I've always been Brandon. That's right. But, uh, but yeah, that's it for us, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all be good. We out of here.